This podcast is made possible by Mississippi Land Bank. They understand the lay of the land in North Mississippi. Visit them online at mslandbank.com. 25 seconds left to play. You're listening to the Matt Wyatt Show. I want winners. This crowd is alive. Play to win the game. Wyatt from the shotgun, two backs alongside. Knock him out, John. Wyatt gets the ball. It won't be long. Wyatt back to throw. Wyatt looks. Fires toward the end zone. Passes. Caught for touchdown by Matthew Butler. Speak to. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. I get out of hand. Just, just tell me I'm a jerk and shut up. Let's go scatter the rest right tight. That's left. 372 Y sticks. He's The Matt Wyatt Show. He's Radio Wyatt. Well, how am I going to go to college? I'll just play football. All right. How you doing on a Monday? I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. They are your home team across the great state of Mississippi. Staying connected to you around the clock, even throughout the weekend. I was tweeting and you were tweeting back and commenting and back and forth on Facebook because... Of C Spire, the number one network in Mississippi. How y'all doing? It's Monday. Monday, Monday. So good to me. Monday, Monday. All right. Uh, from my man Caleb over here, the first comment on today's show comes in on the live stream on Periscope via Twitter. Caleb is in first, and he says, uh, pretty good start to the summer sports news cycle, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so, Caleb. Um, you know, it feels like an historic Monday after um, certainly a historic Sunday in the state of Mississippi. The flag's coming down for good with uh, the old symbols and symbolism and something new will go up or it won't more on that in just a bit lynn on facebook first to comment on the facebook live stream says hail state same to you lynn hail state to you hey everybody on the radio y'all text me on the country please and text line it's 885 espn that's a 601 number 885 espn if you need the number itself it's 885 3776 Call me on the Divini phone, Divini Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Your Kubota dealer, that's Divini. Highway 51 in Madison, Spring Ridge Road in Jackson. Y'all hit them up if you need equipment, anything. Anything that cranks, runs on gas, maybe electric, anything. Hold it in your hand or drive it. They've got it at Divini. The number to call, 995-1059. You can talk to me. I'd love to hear your voice today. 995 995- 1059. That's the number to the Divinity Equipment phone line. There's a whole lot out there. All right. I first, though, would like to say hello to my friend and colleague, Beaver. Hello, Beaver. Hey there, Matt Wyatt. I knew it was coming. It's never just Matt, it's always Matt Wyatt. It's okay, though. I like it. It reminds me to behave. (laughs) How was your weekend? Mm. Uh, it wasn't wasn't bad, wasn't very eventful, but 
wasn't bad. I I don't remember if we talked last week about because I've been getting crap for it all week from you know I I burned some hamburgers last week on the grill. Mm, okay, uh, dog gone it. Uh, so and Jake for some reason never let it go throughout <laughs> the week. For some reason he didn't let it go. That's yeah. what friends do, man. <laughs> right. So I I will say that they were. A second round of burgers were conquered this weekend. At a boy. At a boy. Second time's a charm, not the third. At a boy. You know, great athletes, great players uh, in any sport, Beaver, you know, they have one characteristic. It's not that they're mistake free, it's just they make it once. And then you never have to tell them again. They eliminate the mistakes, and, and next thing you know, they got it down pat. That's you, man. You made a mistake, and you've eliminated it. Yeah. I I like that Matt Wyatt. See, I like that. You're I I took from that basically. You're telling me that I'm a finely tuned athletic machine as well. That's right. You are, as far as you're concerned. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, you know what though, Beaver? I did something this weekend that I have never done before. What'd you do? I watched proceedings in the Mississippi House of Representatives and the Mississippi Senate at the Capitol. I watched those things live online and was interested. I've never done that before. Yeah. You know, now that you mention it, I hadn't either. I watched yesterday. So okay. I watched uh I watched the Senate. Yeah. I had never done that before either. I would it's not to... something you're typically gonna, you know, be compelled to watch though. Right, especially this time of year on a Saturday. Beaver, I was sitting at my kitchen table <clears throat> yesterday when that stuff for the Senate started around 2 o'clock. I ate a late lunch because, okay, so it's Sunday. We had church, but we had it at my house. Our church did sort of open up, but we chose to just stay home and continue to watch the live stream like we've been doing the last three months. And it's done with at about what we would consider lunchtime, you know, right around noon. But I had had a late breakfast, later than usual, and so when church was over, I went out and I mowed all of my yard, front and back. And that takes me about an hour, it's not bad. And after an hour then, it takes me a little while to kind of dry off, because I was super sweaty. And then after that, it was time to then sit down, I planted, I wanted to kind of eat my lunch as I began to watch the Senate proceedings on my computer on their YouTube channel. And Beaver, it's funny that you said that. Because that's what I thought. I thought, here I am on yesterday. It was June the 28th, middle of the day on a Sunday. My entire life until now, my entire life, the previous 43 summers of my life, <laughs> this time of year on a June the 28th, in the middle of the day on a Sunday, would have been watching the Braves on television and on a Sunday afternoon. It's what I do. It's what I always do. And I was sitting there at my table with my laptop open in front of me with the Mississippi Senate proceedings going on on the floor of the Senate at the Mississippi Capitol watching that. And I look out and I see the sunshine and I think, you know, I remember 30 years ago, what I would have been doing is I'd had the Braves on TV you know, Ernie Johnson and Skip Carey calling a, and Pete Van Weren calling a Braves game. I'd be watching it. 
I, I'd hear their broadcast. In the background, I would be hearing the hum of that box fan they used to keep in the broadcast booth with them at old Atlanta Fulton County Stadium because it was so hot for those summer games. But I'd be watching the Braves on a Sunday afternoon in the middle of the day, hoping it didn't have a you know rain delay. Fifteen years ago, it wasn't maybe the same guys and, and certainly wasn't at the same place. It was at Turner Field, the same thing. I'm watching the Braves. And I'm sitting here going, man, look at the curveballs, pun, that life will throw you. I don't have the Braves. Can't watch them because they're not playing because of a pandemic. And instead, I am absolutely invested and tuned in to seeing if the Mississippi Senate is going to vote through a measure to take down a Confederate battle emblem flag that has been the state flag, whether officially or not, for over a hundred years. It was just, it was one of those things where it just kind of hits you and goes, holy cow, this is kind of a big deal. And how different. And listen, y'all, uh, I'm coming straight to your texts. Hog Jow, Mad Mail Person, our friend in Georgia, 100 grand. I'm coming to all y'all. Everybody on Facebook. Mike and Paul and Kevin and everybody. Hey to y'all. Thanks for listening. I'm coming to you, and then we're going to jump into the conversation. I just wanted to say, too, I really weighed and battled with making a decision on Saturday night whether or not I was going to wake up yesterday, Sunday, throw the uh, documentary, you know, camera equipment, audio equipment into the car and head down to Jackson and basically hang out camp out at the Capitol and document the whole day's stuff and try to turn it into a little short video piece. I really battled with that decision on Saturday night. And I woke up yesterday morning and it was not because of laziness or just didn't want to drive or something like that. But I decided, no, I want to be here at my house with my wife and my daughter, who's eight years old. And I want to experience watching this unfold with them. And I knew that my daughter would have some questions and some maybe feedback. And after it was over, because my wife, we together were weighing that decision of do, do we go down there and cover it or do we not? And after it was over, she said to me, uh, homecoming queen said, I think it was good that we were here with her, meaning our daughter, for this today we're never going to forget it because i'll be honest with you we had some uh, emotional moments during all of it it is it was i don't want to come in here and go all sappy to you to start the monday show and uh, overkill and run you off that's not what i but i i think it's okay to come in here and go y'all listen what went on a little less than 24 hours ago just right over there right down the road right over there what went on was incredibly historically significant. It really was. Regardless of how you feel about it, positive reaction, negative reaction, everybody agrees. Incredibly historic. And you saw it and lived through it. In the middle of a pandemic, it's just... It's wild. You'd be talking about it 
uh, they'll be talking about it for the next 100, 150 years. Do you realize that? Has that has that really set in with you as a Mississippian? Again, regardless of how you react to it, you like it or you don't like it, has it set in with you? They're going to be talking about what you witnessed yesterday and all the little details of it for 100, 150 years from now. Yeah, it's true. All right, here we go. Feedback. What do you have to say, huh? Let's see. Paul says on Facebook, thanks for your voice. I'm ticked they tried to name the bill after Kylan, he says. Well, and bless her heart, she, she got his name. What you call him, Keelan? <laughs> I'm sitting there going, come on now. Somebody tell her it's Kylan. Anyway, uh, Paul stares. Uh, he says, chairman yields to the gentleman from Tupelo. <laughs> Is that me? I am from Tupelo. I don't know about this gentleman stuff. Paul also said, 80-something-year-old Bob Euchre says, I'd be happy to call the games for Milwaukee again this year. I saw that. He is. Bob, the Bob Euchre, is going to call some games for the Milwaukee Brewers once they announce that they're going to play. And Lynn on Facebook said, Matt, now that it's done, I also thought it was a time for change. I do find it bittersweet. And, you know, a lot of people feel that way. And, you know, definitely a time to Change it up. Hog Jowl on the text line, and then I'm coming to the phones. Uh, Hog Jowl said, My dad always told me you could tell a good person by their actions and deeds. He never had much use for those who sowed seeds of division and hatred. Though I've never met you, I know you're a good man. Your actions and deeds and the public love you share about your family makes it clear. I watched and listened closely to your 7 minute 34 seconds of your change the flag post. This is Hogjow's text. He's talking to me. He says it was truly profound in every sense. If my dad would have been alive and watched it with me, he would have said that Matt Wyatt is a good man. Uh, Hogjow, thank you. I, I really appreciate that thought and that sentiment and the kind words very much. You know, so it's humbling. It's hard for me to accept though, because you know I know all my bad qualities. I know all the, you know, somebody says they're a good man. Well, maybe so compared to. Some, but man, I got, you know, I got a pass and skeletons just like everybody else. And thank goodness for forgiveness. Therefore, I can put that stuff behind me. But um, sometimes when you know everything about yourself, it's a little uncomfortable. Somebody tell you you're a good man because then you feel like you have to live up to it. Right. <laughs> but I certainly do appreciate it. And I do want a correction here, Paul. He didn't say he was ticked that they tried to name that bill after Kylan. He says he was tickled little uh, typo in there. He was tickled that they tried to name it after Kylan. They, um, what did they do? They delayed it, tabled it, so it ain't going to happen, but they tried. All right, Michael is hanging on the Divinity Equipment phone line. Divinity Equipment in Madison and in Jackson. Hey, Michael, what's up? I know, Matt, it's been, it's been a couple minutes since I called back in, but how you doing? Sir? I'm doing great. Yeah, I remember your voice from back during football season, right? Oh, man, it's, it's hard to forget this voice, isn't it? Yeah, it just sticks <laughs> with you. You're like, okay. Yeah. I know that fellow's going to be called back in. I, I think I can give all, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, shucks. What's that guy that always calls in? Uh, chicken uh, Hawk. Uh, yeah, chicken. Yeah, yeah. I, I can get that chicken to run for his money, man. You hear but, that? Uh, you hear that, Chicken Hawk? I, if you're tuning in, we got somebody that thinks he can give you a run for your money. All right. I'm 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 sorry, Michael. <laughs> I was just stirring it up. No, no, no. Hey, man, it's all in good old, just good old fun. Right. I'm not going to talk about the flag issues, Matt, even though I think 
I think the right thing actually ended up happening. Uh, but uh, the other two things I wanted to tell you about, though, is I caught the tail end of hour number two yeah. of your Friday show. And that football index, man, uh, ESPN football index has about as much sense as I do in my back pocket right now. <laughs> None. And uh, apparently those things just don't do their homework. They don't factor in. Well, we got the number two highly rated transfer quarterback, pocket true pocket passing quarterback coming to Mississippi State, let alone you're returning the SEC's best rushing leader in Kylan Hill, not Keelan, Kylan. Right. And uh, then you got a good defensive coordinator with 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 the mind ball coach, Coach Lee. State ain't going no five and seven or six, six, seven and five, and we will have football. There will be ball being played. And uh Matt, one more thing. You knew I was telling you I was coming up with my own podcast, man. I got yeah. my own I got finally got my I finally got my trailer done. It's just a rough draft of it. I'm not finished with it yet. But man, uh, I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, the show's going to be called M Over S. Attaboy. So like the baseball logo? Well, Michael, I appreciate it, man. Hope it, go- hope it goes well for you. If I can help you, you let me know. Yes, sir. I, I may try to send it in on the show one day sure. if I can find out how to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to send it to me. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Well, have a good one. All right. You too, Michael. Thanks for the phone call. Yeah, so the power index, y'all, um, today being Monday, we're going to have three teams that we cover today on the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. Three teams. Because today is 68 days away from September the 5th. So we're going to have today's team, number 68, yesterday's team, number 69, and Saturday's team, number 70. So three teams that will make up for the weekend and today's as we are 68 teams or 68 days away from September the 5th. Our countdown of 100 teams brought to you by Matt Anderson Properties of National Land Realty. That's coming up three different times uh, throughout today's show. you got that to look forward to if you like it. If you don't, well, just hang in there. Uh, one team, I'll give you a hint, one team from the Pac-12, one team that is a team that used to be coached by a current coach now in the state of Mississippi, and the third team is a team whose very prominent assistant coach left that team and came to Mississippi. Now, just clues. They're all coming up. But what Michael is touching on, yeah, so they had State at number 72 on the Canada. See, so we had State last Thursday because they are number 72 on the football power index list. That's what I'm using for the 100 teams. Friday was 71 that was Virginia. But what I was pointing out, if you believe in metrics, if you don't, all this kind of stuff, they have Vanderbilt out of the SEC at number 100. And then the next lowest on the FPI, the, the ESPN Football Power Index, the next lowest out of the SEC is Mississippi State at 72. So it stayed at 72, then Vanderbilt at 100. And so whatever metrics they're using, and that would be like returning players, returning production, schedule, recruiting, and all these different things, home and away, they don't add up too well, according to the ESPN Football Power Index for Mississippi State. So, you know, you take that for what it's, uh, uh, for what it's worth. Mad male person on the uh, country-pleasing text line 
y'all text me at 885-ESPN. Says, boy, you need to pack some more pounds on. You look like you're sick. What are you looking at, male person? Are you watching the stream? Or did you see me? I, I, I mean, I can tell you this. Yeah, my clothes are falling off of me. Okay. But I've reached a point where now the eating part of it is just to sustain where I am, which means my calorie limit every day has gone way up, and I am loving that. (laughs) And so the key is to not let that get out of control, which is tough. And the key is now putting on muscle, or at least going back and trying to. Ernest in Georgia. Georgia says, living in Georgia, but very proud of my home state. Hail State, he says. 100 grand on the country, please. And text says, Matt, how you doing? How you doing? I'm doing well. He says, I must say, your flag uh, document, he, I think he meant the video, was off the chain. I shared it on my Facebook page and got a lot of likes and loves for it. Keep it real and honest. That's what I love about you. Keep it up. Don't let nobody stop you, he says. Thanks for helping me keep my head up. With this coronavirus, I'm I'm glad to hear from you. 100 grand. For those that don't know, uh, who might have just tuned in, we learned at the end of last week, 100 grand told us that he actually has tested positive for the coronavirus, and I asked him to please keep us posted. 100 grand, um, not far, right outside, kind of the Jackson Metro, some um, two, three, twice, twice, three times removed family members, um that we have have tested positive for the coronavirus. Um, everybody's doing okay. And I think, you know, prognosis and everything's fine, but I think the positive tests are going up there. I saw a number 58 minutes ago, the Mississippi department of health said 675 new cases in Mississippi today. Stick around. Back on the show, welcome in. Farm Bureau Studio, live on this Monday with you. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau Studio, Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. They are your home team, hometown heroes. That's your local Farm Bureau insurance agents across the great state of Mississippi. Find uh, your local agent at favrates.com. Get a quote right there. Countdown of 100 teams in 100 days coming up right around uh, the corner here on the show today. Um, I have done several interviews today already on uh, radio shows. Let's see, where, where were they? Well, both were in Alabama. I have another coming up. In, one was uh, in the Huntsville area this morning early. Then the guys over in Birmingham, WJOX, this morning. That was I was talking to them. I was standing out in the parking lot sweating waiting on my car to get done with an oil change. I have an interview coming up later today with another radio station. This one will be in Montgomery. And then uh, New Orleans, Baton Rouge coming up this afternoon, talking to those folks. Everybody around the country, and certainly in the southeast, because um, we're so SEC-centric around here. And so obviously, you know, Alabama, Louisiana. Everybody paying attention to the situation with the state flag as it relates to the teams, 
the schools and the athletes, Kylan Hill uh, specifically. And everybody around the country is talking about it today, the entire country. Uh, Jeremy Schapp of ESPN posted a video story about Kylan Hill that he just tweeted it a minute ago, nine minutes ago, Jeremy Schapp of ESPN. Everybody around the country is talking about it. And, you know, the questions this morning. And, and I'll be honest with you, what I, and this is the truth. Y'all know this. This is the truth. This is what I think a lot of people around the country that weren't following things here in the state of Mississippi, this is what they don't understand. Before the NCAA or the SEC or Kylan Hill said anything publicly about, here's, my, here's our stance on why you should change the flag, before any of that, 10 days ago, whenever that was, there was already momentum here in the state of Mississippi to change the flag, wasn't it? It was a conversation just with the climate in the country and everything. I mean, it's been a conversation for years, frankly. But it was starting to pick up momentum. However, this is now my opinion. I can't speak to the fact of this. This is my opinion. However, I don't think there was enough momentum to just go get it done without the SEC doing what they did and the NCAA doing what they did and Kylan Hill doing what they did, what he did, the combination of those things. Um, that's what, there was some momentum to get it up that hill, but the NCAA, the SEC, and then the last push was Kylan Hill just shoved it right on over the hill and down that track that train went and there wasn't nobody stopping it. Matt on the uh, Facebook live stream says change is good. That's right. In lots of ways. Real change. I like it when I get change. Put change back in my pocket. <laughs> that old saying, the uh, true change happens when the pain of same becomes too great. Hey, look, 100 grand uh, who texts the show and listens, and he told us last week that he had tested positive for the coronavirus. Uh, True Maroon texted the show and said, I had the coronavirus, and you'll be all right, 100 grand. Just keep going, man. So words of encouragement for you as you try to fight it off. Caleb on the Country Pleasing text line. Country Pleasing Sausage, you had some this morning for breakfast. The I'm still finishing that package of jalapeno and cheddar. Golly, bum, I love it. Jalapeno? Do y'all say jalapeno or jalapeno? It's like saltillo or saltillo. Tomato, tomato. Beaver, how, do, how are we supposed to say that? Is it jalapeno or jalapeno? I always said ha. Yeah. Jalapeno. Yeah, me too. You ever hear anybody pronounce it with a hard J? <laughs> Jalapeno. I was in a Mexican restaurant one time with someone who did say they wanted extra tortillas. And I heard it with my own ears. You know who I bet likes to use a hard J? Who? Chris Brooks. Yeah. I was going to say. You know, he likes to say he likes to use a J for GIF, so mm -hmm. why not? Yeah, right. The guy is over there calling a GIF a GIF. 
And I, you know, and how many, Beaver, are you sick and tired of hearing Chris go, well, the man who invented it said, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. first of all, I don't buy the idea that just one guy invented the animated gif. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, Chris, I, I wouldn't have been surprised either if you said Jake, just because, you know, Jake. Jalapeno. Oh, so true. Yeah. All right. Uh, Caleb said on the country, please, and text line. After watching the Senate for a while yesterday, I think I'll install Robert's Rules of Order at all my family gathering discussions. Does the cousin yield for a question? Uncle Joe, you are recognized. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. This whole, like, <clears throat> what, what was that? So the, the what? The Robert's Rules of Order. Gentleman from so-and-so is recognized. When they say, uh, how do they go? How do they request? I don't know. I can't keep up with all that. It's the first time I've ever watched it. But I will say, I kind of like the order of it. There was nobody talking out of turn and yelling over each other. Although, there was a couple of them that talked, and I thought, <laughs> time limit. Time limit. Somebody hit the buzzer. Simon Cowell's there. They'd go, eh. They'd buzz them out of there for sure. Jay in Baltimore in the country pleasing text line. Country pleasing sausage on grocery store shelves throughout the southeast. Make your tongue slap your head off. It's that good. Had it for breakfast this morning with oatmeal and a few other things. And a hot steaming mug of High Point Roasters coffee from High Point Roasters in New Albany. Mississippi, Dan the Coffee Man. Go to highpointroasters.com, get yours. If you do, you will thank me. Uh, Jay in Baltimore. Please disregard if you talked about this last week, but Blaze Jordan did sign for $1 million over his slot value. We knew the only chance to see him in Maroon was if the Red Sox tried to lowball him. No word on JT, but you can bet he won't sign for his slot money. It's going to be much more. Yeah. Right? Because, Jay, am I right in thinking that with this baseball draft, they only had five rounds. Everybody outside of the five rounds, the team said you could sign them for up to 20000 which is just nothing to them. It's change. So the normal, they still have money. And I know they're taking losses, but they still have money. So any of their draft picks, they were going to be able to pay them more if they wanted to. And I know there's certain limits, the way it all... But they're not worried about a sixth or seventh round guy they got to pay six or seven hundred thousand dollars to. That's going towards the guys they did draft. No question. At least that's the way I look at it. And you don't blame them. Just a great year to go in the top five <laughs> um, for certain. Nick, country pleasing text line. Once pocketbooks started getting affected, the change was going to come. A whole lot of people were going to be affected once the NCAA and SEC made those statements. You know, last week on the text line, too, y'all, Ghost Pepper, great listener, texter to the show, Ghost Pepper was kind of calling me out for something that I put out there on Twitter based on information uh, that I had. And that was there were some SEC schools that sent word down the line that basically said this, hey, commissioner, 
Sankey, Commissioner Sankey, you need to let the Mississippi schools know so that they can let their people know this. Because of the nature of this and our society kind of where it is right now, the nature of it, the sensitivity of it, but the public nature, because of the public nature of this too, if they don't change that flag, we, even though we're a member of the SEC, we are going to have basically a full-on boycott of our people and our players and our coaches and our fans of not sending our teams to Mississippi to play ball. And you need to let them know that. Because that's what was going on at some of those schools was understanding if they don't change it with what the SEC said and what the NCAA said and what Kylan Hill said, it's going to be out of our hands as administrators. Ain't going to be nothing we can do about it. They're not going to play there. Well, people said that that came out of nowhere. Guess what? It didn't come out of nowhere. It just never got to the point that it became something they chiseled it out in stone. But I promise you, it was coming. You go, well, that's not right on the SEC's but It wasn't the SEC. It was the athletes and coaches at those schools. Uh, Coffee Norman and the Mississippi Tiger and Bulldog Blitz, I'm coming to y'all. Paul, I'm going to read your message on Facebook. And then coming up, we'll have 100 teams countdown. We've got three teams today, the first of which will be team number 70. Coming up next, out of the Pac-12, learn a new fight song, if nothing else. I'm Matt in the Farm Bureau studio. Stay with me. on Matthew there you go isn't that weird Beaver you know uh, I always talk about how you call me Matt Wyatt you don't ever say Matt you say Matt Wyatt it's weird how when I talk to myself I call myself my whole name Matthew because in my head I'm hearing my mother say turn your mic on Matthew <laughs> isn't that weird what in the world what kind of what would a psychiatrist psychologist say about that Matt has a voice in his head it's his mother's voice. <laughs> well, Matt Wyatt, as a man who majored in psychology for a mm. semester and a half, Allegedly. there's no one better to tell you than I. <laughs> oh, you've got the you've got the education, semester and a half worth. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you know my answer for everything when I analyze you, if you remember the last time we did this. I do, and it was hilarious. I don't remember exact details though. Yeah, well, now with this issue. The voice in your head, you're you're clinging to the past. Mm -hmm. Somewhere in your past, there was a traumatic situation, and it stuck with you. Right. And that's the voice that's in your head. But as with the last time, I believe we can all draw it back, trace it back to. Now, having been with you, you know, five days a week now for the past 
few months. Mm-hmm. I feel like uh, I feel like basically you're on my couch every day, mm-hmm. and right. I can tell you, Matt Wyatt, that all these issues relate back to your time at Mississippi State, and the person to blame is Jackie Sherrill. <laughs> it's all his fault, isn't it? Yeah, all of my internal, um, social and mental issues. Doggone it, Coach Sherrill! Dang it! your fault according to my personal are you a psychiatrist what's the difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist now (laughs) i didn't reach i think that comes after a semester and three quarters but i only went a semester and a half but basically my my basic understanding is a psychiatrist can give you meds a psychologist cannot (laughs) I can't give you any medication. Okay. Man. All right. <clears throat> That's great. Everything is so much more simple after talking to you, Beaver. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing here for. Nothing is more cloudy afterwards. I'm picking up my sarcasm. Just <laughs> laying it on pretty thick. I'm laying it on pretty thick. Uh, we got a countdown of 100 teams coming up. Team number 70, just in just a second, will uh, be presented by Matt Anderson properties with national land realty but i want to read this and i want to tell you something and then i'm doing it the countdown that is paul on facebook said people who study flag design say that flags should be simple and not contain written words our good old boy and girl legislators have Dictated, in God we trust, be on the replacement. Now, he says, don't get me wrong. I'm not against those words. However, they are in the seal of Mississippi, and seals should not be included, he says. Per the vexologists, in other words, the flags, the, the flag experts. I didn't know those even existed. He said, but the committee who picks the design was tasked with that good old boy imperative. Put in God we trust on it. Uh, surprised they didn't add all others pay cash. <laughs> well, listen, um, I think it's pretty obvious from a couple of different angles. One angle, and this is true, Paul, the, don't roll your eyes at this. There are a lot of people and a lot of us who sometimes significant things come along and happen in our lives and it helps us to understand that there um, is a, and as a Christian, pardon me for using this term, but I'm trying to resonate with everybody, that there is a higher power involved in things more important than a lot of the things we involve ourselves in every day. So I, like you, am not against those words in God we trust. And in fact, my personal preference, I like it. And I know they say that flag experts say don't put words on flags. Whether they did or didn't, that's not a deal breaker for me. But if you want to put it on there, I like it. Now. Here's the other angle to understand, I believe. 
we're going to change this flag and we need votes to make it happen. And to the same people that are clutching and squeezing the Confederate battle emblem for whatever the reason is. The de facto last gasps of the Confederacy, squeezing it to those. It's a little harder to maybe it's a little harder to stay on the shore on that issue if the boat says in God we trust. Does that make any sense? You needed votes to get it done. And I'm I'm not naive enough to believe that demanding that in God we trust be on it might not aid the effort in getting some votes. Just saying it's a possibility. Let's see if you agree or disagree. Here is a non sequitur flip. Joey is on the Divinity Equipment phone line. And Joey, I need you to go for about one minute. I got to have time to get my countdown in there, okay? So hit it, tee it up hey. and hit it long and straight. Hey, Matt, real quick, you know, first off, the beam is not I, it's me, since he's always correcting Jake. Um, in addition, the, the psychiatrist is not just can prescribe medicine, but they are a, if they're not good at being a psychiatrist, they could still go be a family practitioner. But if a psychologist is a quite pardon a terrible expression, then he's going to have to uh, look for a job in construction or something. <laughs> um, so that, that, that is the difference. One is a, is a actual doctor with a field of specialty. One's just a doctor of his science. Okay. Um, and uh, so, and then God we trust on the flag. I kind of selfishly love it too, Matt, but I'm concerned that it could raise some more stink from some different people. And I'm not sure I want to go back down that road again. So yeah. that's just my thought. Sure. Well, and I can understand that. And I think it's one of those cross that bridge when we get there things, Joey. You know what I mean? Honestly. Hopefully. I think that's what it is. Appreciate the call. Always good to hear from Joey, and I appreciate you hanging on as long as you did. It is time for the countdown of 100 teams in 100 days. Team number 70. It's the final countdown. 100 teams. 100 days. The countdown is presented by Matt Anderson Properties a member of National Land Realty. Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155. That's 408-5155. Football! I think we're going to play football. At least I hope we are. Matt Anderson Properties with National Land Realty can help you buy or sell that piece of property with the Land 360 uh, Interactive Touring. 360 degrees, you can view the property online without ever setting foot on them. And if you're selling property, get comprehensive internet traffic reports for your listing. Call Matt Anderson at 408-5155-408-5155. Team number 70 from the Pacific 12. There ain't 12 teams in there. It's 10. But they're the Pac-12. 
Team number 70, the Beavers of Oregon State. I don't know what they're saying. Not a bad fight song. Oregon State from the Pac-12. Now here's the thing, we are 68 days today away from Saturday, September the 5th, the first big full, you know, opening Saturday of football. Listen to this. Listen. Pretty cool. I just can't understand what the words are. Um, but they're not opening. Uh, Oregon State doesn't open the uh, season, or at least scheduled to. They're not scheduled to open the season on Saturday, September 5th. <clears throat> they are scheduled to be a Thursday night, September 3rd opener. That's going to be at Oklahoma State on Thursday night, September the 3rd. How about all the orange on that field? In uh, Stillwater, Oklahoma State and their uniform combos, a lot of orange and black. Oregon State and their combos, a lot of orange and black. Those two teams played each other in the non-conference to start the year last year in Oregon. And, or and Oklahoma State beat them 52-36. to They only won five games last year and missed out on a bowl. Lost some close games. The Beavers of Oregon State, team number 70 on the countdown. Stick around. You're listening to The Matt Wyatt Show.